live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion, high atop Tent Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth! Skype pipe is Robo Duke. Ahoy! Keith the Robo Duke. Spelled K E E F. That's right. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. I am Wiggly. I have done the voice in two video games. One was Super Meat Boy, the other was Guacamele Super Turbo Championship Edition. Guacamele, my worst take, I think. Doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Hey, they used it, man. Hey, I get my 50 bucks either way you look at it and free bumper sticker. Hey, and they're both good games. They're both, they're both fantastic great games. games. Yeah, yeah like, really good. I, I was shocked that I was in the uh, game. I just did the commercial. And I do a lot of, you know, video game commercials as well. If you don't know me, you could blow me. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal, you know. I'm really big, hot shit. People, <laughs> I'm all over the world, hear my voice and hate it. <laughs> and say I'm as annoying as... Millhouse? Yeah, I got compared to Millhouse one time. Yeah, this is why one of those internet crotch wads way back in like 2005, 2006. You know, one of these guys that his uh, chair stinks. Because <laughs> he's because he's, yeah. he's farting in it all the time. Sitting there and sitting in his stinky boxers. Internet butt sniffers. That's what I, I call them. Speaking of speed, speed rumblers, 1986 by Capcom, also known as Russian Crash. Not Russian Crash. Rush and crash i think that star jackie chan and uh do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth guy yeah, the, you got knocked the fuck out man <laughs> he's bankrupt chris tucker yes oh poor guy yeah hey you know who else filed for bankruptcy like 19 times fucking donald trump yes the million billionaire i think it was five or six times that thing that lives under that weird <laughs> hair animal. Yeah. Speaking of weird hair animals, the reason I'm late today is because I made this entire breakfast, a big spread of uh, vegetarian breakfast, which is, of course, <laughs> we're recording this at nighttime when I eat breakfast. I bent over for the salt shaker, and by that time, Stinky had already eaten the entire spread I put out. Uh, well, he didn't eat it. He was just holding it in his hands like he was going to take it. I was like, what the hell? And then he dumped it on my head, like in a sitcom. And so then I had to go and wash my toupee. So here we go. Speed Rumblers, 1986 by Capcom. You can find this also on the Capcom Classic Collections, Volume 2 for the mm-hmm. PS2 and the Xbox. So yeah, and the, uh, there's the one also for the uh, PSP or the Vita, I believe. Uh, Capcom Remix, something like that, I believe. Oh. There's another. Yeah, there's another. I have uh, that for the uh, PSP. I don't have the PSP Pita. 
<laughs> yes, tastes good with falafel. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'll have to look at my classics because this game is pretty fucking awesome and also pretty fucking hard. Even yes. Make sure you set your dip switches to the ability to continue. And also, you probably want seven lives. We'll get into the difficulty. We'll get into this other stuff. First, we do the making mechanics, but a little bit about the title. It's going to be a top-down race shooter that you really don't race very fast, although you can collect speed-ups, you can collect power-ups for your car. But a lot of humor in this game, and you can actually jump out of your car when it's about ready to blow up. Uh, there's another game like that. Oh, I know. The one that I'm going to mention in the making mechanics. In fact, it's the first game that I'm going to mention in the making mechanics. Give you a little bit of idea what's like this and what came before. 1982 Taito. 1982! Only four years before Speed Rumblers. Was it 1986? Uh, yeah, you said earlier on. I know I said that, but I don't believe me. You don't. <laughs> wow, I think the graphics are pretty advanced for 86. So, uh, 82, we had Taito with Frontline. It's like the opposite of what you're doing here. And Speed Rumblers, you drive around in Carmos and then walk a little bit. <laughs> Uh, run or, or and, not at all. Yeah. I, I, I did my best to stay in the car of at all course, times. Of course. But Taito, you're running more, but it's very hard to emulate this unless you have a spinner knob because you would walk in all directions with a joystick and then you would fire in 360 degrees around you by spinning a knob and then you would push the knob to fire your bullets. Whoa. And I can't remember how you did grenades. I don't recall. Very primitive uh, graphics of a person running up screen. Very funny. They were wearing a Devo hat. It was very close to that. But you could jump into a tank, and then you go around in your tank, and you do damage. And then when you, the tank gets damaged, and you have to jump out, or else you'll get blowed up with it. And I know it's blown, but I like to say blowed. It's blowed up. Right. And I played that at Pizza Como, where they also would cut cocaine on the pizza boards at night, making the pizza very tasty. (laughs) Why do I have all this energy? What is with that? I always heard weird rumors about that as a kid, too. Like, oh, if you say this and order this on the phone, they'll put marijuana on your pizza. Oh, wow. Oregano. I always remember hearing weird stories about that. Well, it does have to be hot in order for you to get anything out of it when you eat it. So don't ask me how I know that. Also, 1982, Daddy East, Bump and Jump. I used to love this title. I played this at the court. Burning Rubber was also known as. I never saw it as Burning Rubber. I only saw it as Bump and Jump. Not to be confused with Jump and Bump. That's different. The reason that it reminds me of this is, well, first of all, you're in a vehicle and you can knock cars around. You don't really want to knock cars around in speed rumblers because... You'll take damage to your car. You actually have a car life meter. (laughs) But you do have those same bulldozer with the electric hair razors on the front of them. Sort of see things like that in speed guzzlers, speed rumblers. (laughs) Plus, there's a, you get rocks. There's rocks on conveyor belts and rocks on other things. Oh, yeah. Like, what's that? Like level two where the conveyor belts come in. And if you hit the rocks, it's instant death. But if you run into more bigger rocks on the playing field, you just (laughs) take a little damage. Right. If you run into the walls, the giant mountains. But in Bump and Jump, you also have those cars that dump the rock turds uh, yes, in front they, of you. Yeah, and blow right up. in front of you. Yeah. yeah, and sadly in this, you can't make your car jump in the air over gaps and stuff like that, which would be really cool on, uh, I think it's level two or three, where they introduce water hazards into uh, the game oh. at Speed Rumbler. 
just got to add in since we're in 1982. Yes. Depending where you lived in 1981 or 1982 depends on when it was released. And it's not a video game, but definitely an influence on the Speed Rumbler is uh, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. Definitely a big influence on this, the sort of desert wasteland, post-apocalypse, you know, your play Super Joe, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't write down anything about the actual games. My job is is the making mechanics and trying to figure out gaming history and stuff like that. Yeah, I look for the interesting, weird tidbits, which I'll have to get into Super Joe when you're finished with the making mechanics. Right on, yeah. It's definitely like a post-apocalyptic road warrior feel to it. Especially even with the the intro and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped, taken away by <laughs> Zapper. And that's where we're going to talk about the lightheartedness. That, well, um, no, definitely. It's, it's the lightheartedness of what in this day and age would be a gory, violent <laughs> video game back then is like, oh, you ran over the little guy and he flipped over and puffed into a ball of smoke. You know, like, yeah. it's something very heavy taken very lightly. It is. It's a heavy storyline. characters, yeah, too, because they're it, right. just tiny little cute guys. Yeah, they are tiny. A real shitty pull would be Sarge from 1985 Midway, which is more like just a street tank game, but I wanted to bring up, there's also like a version of Sarge, which is like Hidden Sarge or, or um, Expose, so something like that, but and it, instead of a, a big grunt a sarge in between scenes that show your victory or whatever uh, splash screens it's a topless uh, army lady whoa yeah, so uh, uh, talk about a reward that is a reward and then we had speed rumblers in 1986 you might have heard of this game from the fact that we're going to be talking about it and then from there i don't know carmageddon other games that are oh yeah or even uh death race. even G- grand theft auto right when did death race 2000 come out the movie? No, no. The game of wasn't really based on the movie, but it was. It certainly ripped off the movie. Oh, I that? didn't even know it was this uh, more recent Death Race uh, 2000 game. Because no. I know there was also a more recent Death Race movie. No, which... the problem with this is this is what caused all these uh, moms uh, panties. Oh, in a bunch. from 1976. There you go. That's the spirit. Yeah, Death Race 2000, a controversial video game released by Exidy. That's right. 500 copies of this game, and and yeah, I remember uh, you hear a lot about this in a lot of uh, shows that G4, R.I.P., used to show when they were a video game channel originally. Oh, really? Do you remember that? When they used to have uh, great shows like uh, Icons that would just go in-depth about the creators of video games, and no. you know... Instead of just having big boob ladies talk about the latest hottest craze and, you know, who, who, she's no. now off making movies. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, I sound like a jerk saying that. I'm sure she no. likes video games, but who cares? No, she didn't. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know who she is. I only uh, know uh, Chris Hardwick cared about things, and he cares about our show. Yes, he and does. And I shit on him. Don't. But I, di- but I didn't. I caught flack for that. I got a slapback echo from this by one Kyle Von Kubik. Even though I wasn't saying anything bad, I just said that, you know, he's a loser and a jerk. No, I, I, I didn't say any of that. I'm very proud of him. He made something of himself and got out of a hole what he could have went down the, the tubes. And instead, he made a real success out of himself. He's a cool guy. I just said that when he mentioned our show, he hoped that we would review Robotron. And I just said... I hope we dig deeper than Robotron. And that, that's not insulting Chris Hardwick. It's just that he never listened to the show. So he thinks it's a little superficial like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, we like to uh, bring to light the strange games you may have never knew existed. Yeah, how many people played 
Speed Rumblers. Uh, me, because I owned Capcom Collection, <laughs> Classics Collection Volume 2. I guess went, if... What the, is this game? I don't remember playing this as a child. I guess if you had that, then it would be a different story. But, I mean, even a lot of the Capcom redos and fucking polygons, you know, you get to see those more from your digital downloads. But even with that out, I don't know a lot of people that know this title. Um, no, I, I certainly didn't know about yeah. it until, like I said, it was uh, slapped together with a bunch of other games I did know about right. that I wanted to play again. Right on. Okay, before we get into the game, and we're doing fairly okay on time, I like to, to go in at 15. I'll try to do this quickly because we already talked about 1986. But it's time for Do the Horn Thing. That's what's closer to Kyle. What the fuck's this segment called? It's called... Um, in the, in realm the realm of gaming, of gaming history. history. We were in a big coliseum with that one. In 1986, what, what was going on? Let's see. I uh, was four. I know I was blowing a guy at the spaceport in order to get the dip switches set easier. <laughs> in the arcade, we had Arkanoid and Bubble Bobble by Taito. So two big games that would make them a lot of loot. Sega came out with OutRun, so they were pulling more games using that. What the fuck did they call it? Super Scale? Yeah, yeah, Super, super Scaling. Yeah. Super Scaler. I guess it was, a, it was a precursor to the Blaster graphics or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, the Blast Processor. Blast Processing, yes. Originally the Super Scaler. I always talk about the Super Scaler because the road will scale properly. The parallax goes on and all that. But if you have like a giant rock, it'll be this giant pixel that scales up all choppy-like. Not Sega Genesis choppy. Definitely not TurboGrafx choppy when they did Space Harrier. Uh, Super Space Harrier actually looks pretty good on the Jenny. But I love that. I love the look of the not perfect scaling of the sprites that decorate the sides of the roads and stuff like that. Yeah, you kids these days call it retro graphics. Yeah, I don't. I call it awesome graphics. It is awesome graphics, and choppy is definitely a word I see uh, thrown around a lot when people use that kind of scaling in even more indie games and stuff. It's definitely, yeah, I like it. Even with the sound on the Genesis, it's choppy, it's gritty, and especially even in a speed rumbler. Yeah! Yeah, but 1986 is a really big year for Nintendo as well. It was. I'm not there. I got you, though. Uh, and the consoles. The 7800 came out two years too late. <laughs> Graphically and controllerly, very inferior to the NES. And the same year, the U.S. had the Sega Master System released as well. Nintendo re- in Japan released the Famicom Disk System along with Legend of Zelda and the Castlevania on discs. And this surprised me. The twin Famicom, which is a system I would rather get, although it's probably much more difficult to re- place the rubber bands, an all-in-one Famicom and disc system. One unit. Oh, so it was kind of like like the VCR DVD of its age. <laughs> I guess you could say that, yeah. And that was released by Sharp. Console games, we had Metroid and we had Kid Icarus, so two big titles for Nintendo. And what else? Uh, Jackal was also out that year, as well as uh, 720 Degrees. Uh, oh, yeah. Left, and also Adventure Island, a very great game by Hudson. Yeah. Came out in a great series of games. And also uh, the first of what spawned one of my favorite game series on the PC side of things, Space Quest, the Sarian Encounter, came out in 1986 I, as well. I didn't want to mention that. You didn't want to mention but that? But I'm glad you mentioned it. Good, because I love Space Quest. <laughs> okay, well, now we got uh, 15 minutes. 
we just got to get into the rumbling of the speed. Yeah, let's talk about the Zapper gang. <laughs> yes, I love how this game starts. Basically, these dudes roll into town, steal all of your friends and family, mm-hmm. and you get a nice little shot of the guy zipping by and throwing a knife with a note to leave for you, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Except right. when you read the note, it doesn't read like anything any man would have left. No. As it's a like pencil. A, it's like bullet points with a typewriter, you know? It's literally telling you how to play the game. It says, <laughs> in the 21st century, there is a terrorist group that attacks small towns. With only 24 hours left, your goal is to free your family and bring peace back to your hometown. And then it's signed by the villain, Zapper. And by the way, 24 hours is wrong because you get four minutes per stage. And there's only seven stages. That's only, that's 28 hours. 28 minutes. You ain't going to get through the game in 28 minutes, though. No, this is not an easy game, especially on normal. And set your dip switches to easy even if you want, but give yourself seven lives. Can you imagine playing it without continues? That's how I started. No continue. After you use up all your three lives, you start with on regular mode. What? Yeah, mine, yeah. Had the, mine was already set to continue when I first played before I messed with any oh, of the okay. dip switches. Because so. how the fuck are you supposed to get... If you were really good at this game, let's say you get to the second level or third level, you would turn this system over. You would Tommy the who it into <laughs> yeah, the dump. Yeah, this was a quarter guzzler. We're not going to take day. it. But you know what? I had to play it to the end. There's no way I was going to stop playing this game. I couldn't get to the end. It just gets really ridiculous later on with more obstacles that instead of just taking damage you just instantly blow up yeah there's just so much shit on the screen like all these exploding barrels shooting out of tunnels infinitely and you got a almost pixel perfect drive right through there or you're just gonna get blown up it it takes a lot of skill you know there's multiple paths though and this game is not rumble rally x was another game i wanted to put on there because you can drive through different areas there's rocks and rumble rally and rumble Rally X. That was an early title. Yeah, it made me think a bit of like, you know, futuristic RC Pro-Am a little bit too. With the top-down controls. It was always weird as a kid trying to get used to those where you have to, uh, especially on ones with tracks where, you know, you're coming down towards the screen, but you have to hit like you're in the car. Yeah, here's the problem with this title is, well, first of all, not one button Wii Wii action. You have two buttons and a joystick and you have to push the joystick in the direction you want the car to go. There's no reverse Yeah, no throttle button, which would have been a really big improvement. I like to have a button for gas and maybe another button for reverse, but then I guess you don't have really a fire button. But what I do like to do is, oh, you could just push on for gas and let go for brake, actually. But I like to be able to steer left and right no matter what direction I'm facing. I'm used to doing that. Yeah, and yeah, I definitely am nowadays. If I could have just had that option to set it to that instead of going the direction you're pushing, I would have felt a lot better about this. Because this game is pretty wide play fields. You can go in any direction. You can go back pretty far. It will eventually clip you from going back too, too far. And there's little guys like uh, in Metal Slug that are trapped in these... <laughs> wooden boxes with uh, bars on the cage and they're saying help help yeah they're they're trapped in a wild west jails right when you free them uh, try to free them by shooting the box first because they run out they're holding the power up or the points and you can power up your gun you can power up your speed you can power up uh, a hammer uh i don't know what the hammer and the wrench like what yeah what 
What do they do? Well, it is kind of hard to figure out, but I know it has to do with how many hits you can take. The oh, only- they're sort of like uh, bonuses to your armor, or to right. your car repair, you but know. But they don't repair your car. Only the life will give you the full health meter. Yes, uh, of, of course. Your car. That, that's what makes sense. <laughs> makes, makes your car healthy again. Yeah, your um, car needs hearts to be healthy, not tools to fix it. Right. But where I said the humor was in this game is the B button, which makes you be able to jump out of the car and just machine gun. And when you said the beginning, when the gangsters pull up and everything, and they, they, you live in a pretty nice house. You're like in an apartment building or something. I think you'd live in a thatched hut. But these are cities, you know. He's doing pretty good for the post-apocalypse. Yeah, these are cities, and there's even a giant fountain in the one level. But you're tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny little sprites. You're like little cannon fodder people, except skinnier. So it's very funny to see them run and everything. And when you're just out of the car, the nice thing is that a lot of your villains will jump out of the car as well. You can do some some rolls. You're not invulnerable when you roll like you would be with uh, Nam 75. You can still get hit by bullets or cannonballs or fireballs or anything when you're rolling, which is unfortunate. But it does allow you to go faster. And when you shoot, you shoot out a little spray of machine gun uh, fire. Now, you have to jump out of your car when it catches on fire. You have a little way to go, and then you try to jump out of there. And then, like Spy Hunter, which is another game and making mechanics I neglected to bring up. Which I was reminded of and completely forgot as well. Yeah. But while playing, was very reminded of Spy Hunter in, in sound as well. Sure, definitely. That's another thing. I Like I said, I failed to write this shit down. So you're running around and you're trying to stay alive until this truck can pull up and drop your car off, which looks exactly like the car in Bump and Jump. You see the engine just like in Bump and Jump. So a lot of the car design, surprisingly, like Bump and Jump. And when you reach the end of a level... It takes over auto control and you pull up to the gas pumps and bump and jump. Here, you pull up to a certain area and then it takes control of your car and drives you over a drawbridge. You pull up to a bunch of clones of yourself. Yeah, your crew. Your crew, all celebrating that you've made it, which I have to mention, the main character of the game is named Super Joe. Yes, yes. Though he is not the Super Joe from uh, Commando, Mercs, and Bionic Commando. Although, why not? I don't know why not. I guess but time. Yeah, it's just like Speed Rumbler came first. He was given the nickname as the character, but according to a, a 30th anniversary character encyclopedia for Capcom, yes. it's just fabricated by a localization team. They're just, you know, they never actually said they were the same since apparently Speed Rumbler is a sci fi post apocalyptic game while Bionic Commando or Commando isn't. <laughs> yeah. I I don't understand. I think they could both definitely take place in the same world. Bionic Commando, definitely, yeah. Yeah, because I was like super excited when I saw it was like, you're Super Joe. I was like, oh my God, you're the Bionic Commando. Like, or you're the guy you're trying to rescue in Bionic Commando. Or is that in Rearmed? I don't Uh, know. Either way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I hate the first one, so I don't know. The first Bionic Commando? Yeah, because they talk about it all the time. I thought I was going to have Steve Austin and Jamie Summers and, you know, Rex and all that other shit. <laughs> or Arnold trying to rescue his daughter, maybe. Except he's got robot arms. Yeah, we talk about that. And yeah, him fighting we like Freddie that Mercury. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yes, 21st century America. Can you believe what it's like in the 21st? I was just watching this. Escape from New York, I think, took place in 2003 or 1997. I can't remember. I think it was 10 years ago or, or something like that for Escape from L.A. You know, where you surfed down <laughs> 
what a terrible sequel. <laughs> it was. But I loved it. And I'd, I'd rather that watch surf scene is just surf amazing. Ninjas. Surf ninjas? Yeah, I'd rather watch that. Uh, oh, my God. But Snake Plissken in Escape from L.A., he, first of all, he looks like he got stung by a bee in his face. <laughs> and, and I love Kurt Russell, you know, greatest American athlete, all the stuff he did with Disney and then everything he did. And he yeah. worked so much with uh, with What's-His-Head, the guy that did uh, Big Trouble oh. in Little China. And oh, first, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. And Carpenter's – I love his his musical scores, his electronic stuff, especially okay. for Big Halloween. Trouble in Little China. Big yeah. Trouble in Little Chima. Which I Chima. saw weird rumors about a sequel. Yeah. Who the hell wants that? Just go watch yeah. the original. Just re-release that in theaters. I'll pay for it. Yeah, really. It's like a perfect movie, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's great stuff. Just and, like Speed Rumbler. Yeah, Speed Rumbler is a fucking fantastic game, like I said, but incredibly difficult. And you go through different towns, and you really go through towns. And they're like Pac-Man mazes. But there's different paths you can take. Like you said, you couldn't get past certain ones, and there was ones where you had to be right in the middle of uh, two different spike trucks. Oh, uh, God, yeah, those ones. They or, suck. Uh, yeah, and eventually there's, like, missile turrets that follow you. And you blow up when you hit these ones on these railroad tracks. You blow up immediately, and they're very fast. You really have to gun it to get past it. Now, you could do this a lot easier if you keep your power-ups. Once you start losing your power-ups, the difficulty increases greatly, and I would always lose my power-ups. The nice thing is it's generous with checkpoints, although you have no idea when the checkpoints happen until you respawn. They don't set you back too much. No, but they set you back into places that you will definitely learn in and in because they're very difficult places to get past. Yeah, and I've gotten scared at some points when I respawn because it respawns you in a spot where you can see there's the holes for the barrels yeah. and you're like, oh my god, it's going to respawn me and it's just yeah. going to start throwing shit at me, but thankfully it doesn't. If it respawns you in an area where there were enemies or, or obstacles, they kind of clear them out for you so you don't have to worry about them. Except the missile launchers in this one town. So, do you know the names of the towns? Because I forgot. No, I know, oh, I know Zap Town. Zaptown is the last one. Water Town. Well, or- Armed Port. Yeah, Armed Port was the hardest one for me to get past. I can get past the two after it, and I can get past Zaptown. Zaptown is a fucker, and I'll tell you why. Because you. Here's the thing about this game. Yes, you have full restarts and good spawn points. The problem is that every time you respawn, it takes five seconds off your time, and you only have four minutes to clear a stage. You're always at like 350, and you can see the drawbridge is right there because there's a little index chart on the side that's showing how far along the route you are. And you'll be there, and it'll get down to like 350, and then, oh, you got to respawn. Boom, your shit goes down to four minutes, time up, and then you start the whole level over. So even though you have many continues... Just keep in mind that you only have four minutes to get through the level. And the thing that fucks you on Zaptown is that when you get to the end of the level, it's not over. There's a boss in a real tiny square where, I mean, you can't even get to the back of the square because your car has some drift going on, especially if you have a lot of speed. So if you try to just get to the ass end of this little tiny arena to start shooting at the boss machine, which has dudes riding on and it shoots out all different types of uh, bullets and exploding things and whatnot at you. They don't do a lot of damage, though. Only if you get hit by the truck, then you blow up right away. You have to save some time 
for that end boss or you're going to be in trouble. Also, when you jump out of the car, if you're anywhere except like in the first two or three levels, you're going to have a hard time getting back in a car because the truck that drops off your car will come in the screen. But there's so much stuff on screen that as soon as it stops to drop off your car, it will blow up. When you cross the finish line, when you cross the drawbridge, your whole pit crew comes out and celebrates you. Six or seven guys, they're happy that you're there. They gather around your cars if they're going to fix it or do whatever. I ran across the finish line. And I mean, I ran for I don't know how long on the one level. I don't know how I made it, but I made it. And I ran across the bridge without my car. And only two people come out to greet you if you (laughs) run to the finish line. You start out and it's called town and then <laughs> and then it's harbor town and then there's a salt mine town and then there's a, a construction town or something like that renovation town and then there's zap world and that's what we're going to call them well you know the last one's zap town yes it, can, it shows you that uh at the on the side there yeah, as soon as you die the first time you'll, you'll see the listing of all the town names that you're going to eventually hit oh wait actually yeah. here we go you want oh, the names i do, I do. Have them. The first level, your hometown, is Peace Village. That's right, because it's all peaceful. Yes. And then <laughs> Except for all the people in. killing you. Yeah, fucking Zapper shows up with his yeah. boys. And then you have uh, Rock Valley, and then there is Stone Hill. Yes. And then there's Armed Port. That's the hardest one for That's me. the hardest one with the missile yeah. launchers and the, the guys on the... Well, you know, I don't remember. All I know is the hardest one for me to get through. Okay, it's... I know uh, Stone Hill for me was hard because that... <laughs> Stone Hill's also the level where there's the mine carts with bombs in them that say bomb on yes. the side. Yes, that happens a lot throughout yeah, I love, the game. Oh, love how ga- I love how, you know, a warning label in video <laughs> games isn't like... It just says bomb. Yeah. Just, oh, I love it. And then uh, Develop Zone is the right. second That's the last it. level. I thought that was construction develop zone yeah yeah that's and a little then, uh, hard zap town is and the then final level zap town is is hard wasn't the hardest level but really cheap at the one point where i don't think this game is cheap it's just very very hard yeah. except that one spot i told you about respawning you respawn right in the path of a missile launcher so immediately your health goes down and you really need it because there's you get to towns that have cannons then and they're these revolutionary war cannons <laughs> but they're purple and those cannonballs do big damage to you and you can shoot them but it's very hard unless you're really powered up the movie byline, which we still don't have a, a title for this gimmick, was originally going to be The Danger is Real because the really neat thing about this game is you can play the enemies against each other. This one truck that'll destroy your armor very easily if you run into them, you can head fake some of the enemy cars so that they run into these other guys or they run into a rock or they run into a, a bomb and they will blow up the same way you would. Oh, nice. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. So there's some really neat play mechanics. And I love the mechanic of you jumping out of the thing. Yeah. Because it's so tiny. Yeah. Like the little tuck and roll he does as he jumps out is really cool. I think the big point for me I love about this game is the music is really, really good. And it has that chop and that arcade gravel sound to it that, as I've mentioned in past episodes, evokes that smoky arcade feeling to me when I hear it. Indeed. And thinking that games like Bubble Bobble and um, Arkanoid came out at the same year, I think this game is really progressive. I mean, OutRun came out, it looked great, but this game is deep. 
you know. Yeah, you you weren't shooting guys and jumping out of your car in that. <laughs> and is it just me, or is there a part in the music on level one that it sounds like Sesame Street or the Blues Brothers? Um, like you're listening to one part, and all of a sudden it's like, and I'm like, Wait, one of these going? things is, is not like the Street? other. Yeah, Sesame Street could be in Peace Town. That's true. I did see Big Bird, but um, I don't think that. Yeah, that wasn't funny. No, you ever see I, 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 Darth Vader in the audience of Exciting Hour? That's <laughs> one of my favorite pro wrestling games. It's all like Sp- a Spider-Man, a Batman-looking guy, and there's a Darth Vader that is almost spot on a Darth Vader. They didn't really Watching the wrestling much. match? Yep, they're in the audience cheering oh, I it on. that one up. <laughs> so oh. there's not much more we could say about this title. It's awesome play it there's so much skill involved with it that you can actually thread the needle on this stuff but just remember every time you have to respawn every time you blow up you have another five seconds off your time when you respawn and also remember that when you're in the later levels and your car does blow up but you escaped and you're trying to run around doing things unless you know where that next checkpoint is and think that you could sprint to it you're better off just running into a bullet or something because it's going to take you longer to try to run around than it would to lose the five seconds but if you're near a checkpoint run through that checkpoint and then die Look up the arcade unit for this if you guys have a chance because it's got a really cool glass art of like a David Hasselhoff looking guy in his car with the motor out of it and he's got an Uzi out of the side shooting. I wish he could. So I wonder if the car is shooting or if it's just you leaning out of the car. It's definitely Gatling guns on the car because that's one of the power ups. And your hand Uzi gun does not get powered up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that you have an Uzi when you jump out of the car. So they probably combine that and you know mad maxed it up except yeah, exactly I, lo- I, I love uh, old art like that because most of the time it's nothing like the game but it'll have the spirit of what the game is you and i like to run long we do right on okay here's my byline the new part of the show where we treat the game like a movie and then we add the tagline the byline to it much like the movie sharky's machine was bylined i'm burt reynolds I don't know the bylines to any movie. That's my or, problem. Uh, or uh, the byline to Weekend at Bernie's 2, you will believe a corpse can dance. <laughs> Was that real? <laughs> I don't know. It could have been. Might it as well really have could have been the line for that one. Uh, but nothing could be worse than uh, Monster Squad. They ain't afraid of no ghosts, monsters, or whatever. They tried to make it this zany movie, and it was actually like a dark, serious gang of kids, like our gang, that meet up with semi-universal monster monsters that are going around killing people. Yeah, that was a badass movie. I love that movie, but the marketing of it was just so horrible. And even now, if you pick up a Blu-ray, which is maybe $2, $3, they'll have the same ads on the back. Hey, kids, come on, we're going to go on a trip, and we can bust ghosts that are not ghosts. (laughs) Come on, kids, let's stab some vampire women in the heart. Right. And yeah, murder it's pretty them. violent, man. Watch Very the wolf violent. Man. Yeah, watch the Wolfman get blown up with dynamite. And kicked in the nards. Hell yeah, love it. Wolf dork. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so here's my movie title for the Speed Rumblers. The Speed Rumblers. Escape from Armed Port. See, it ties in with the Escape from New York. And Armed Port was the worst one. That's how that happens. My subtitle is... Uh, Mad Max 5, the speed rumbler. 
I don't know. I couldn't yeah, think that, of a... Yeah, that really sucks. It does suck. Okay. I mean, I'm I just sucking. Yeah. And now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. We shall see. Hello, I am T.T. Schmootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. All right, here's my clue for next week's game. Oh, wait, that's my movie title. I got a good movie title. I don't really have a clue. Let me see. A clue is... <laughs> I can't believe we're reviewing this game. It's, it's more well-known game. Uh, I'd buy that arachnid for a dollar. That's a really good clue. It's a good clue. Wow. My clue is where the hell is Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> Dumb. The obvious one. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that you like this. Don't be a jerk all the time. Bye bye. Pushes the envelope so far. It's shameless exploitation. Where else are you going to see someone disembowel someone, throw his intestines into a rotor of a helicopter, and the guy get yoded up into a delicatessen situation? I mean, it's please. So over the top, it's funny. I mean, it's in many cases the special effects are just a pizza hitting the road. But. Me? Oh, I'm going to Bulgaria. I'm going to work in Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah, shoe salesman. I got a job as a shoe salesman. I'm, I love women's feet. I just love them. <laughs>